Funny story. No, we, as I try to like. <laughs> we actually recorded an entire podcast with the record button not in the <laughs> the record button was in the OFF position. Yes, and that means it didn't record anything. <laughs> I think, right? That's yeah. what that's what that means. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Tonecast 119. Uh, Brian Porter here with Marco Gonzalez. We have a fun topic we're going to get to in just a second. As Marco mentioned in the show open, uh, we had some some technical difficulties, meaning that we did not push the record button on the audio side. So here we are doing it again, which is fine because none of you knew that. We, c- we didn't even have to say that. Yeah. But we did because, I don't know, we felt like sharing it with you guys. Yeah. Well, this is real life. <laughs> We're not... You know, up on our ivory tower, we're yes. we're on the ground floor with the rest of us. Yes, first take, I had a beam of light <laughs> shining in on my face, and it was it was crazy. So, we're doing this uh, simulcast on YouTube. So, for those who are just hearing this, you can go watch it on YouTube, and vice versa. We're going to be on our Podbean page. You can go to our website to find the Tonecast link under the community tab. Yes, yeah, that's where it's at. Uh, we're going to jump into our topic here real real quick. Um, fun topic, interesting topic, but Marco, it's time for our disclaimer that comes with every tone cast. Yeah, so if you have got a guitar and you're not thrilled with the sound, you can go to porterpickups.com and we will have a forum there called the Pickup Chooser where mm. you can punch in kind of like what you're getting, what your rig looks like, if you know what kind of drives you're using or you know, even just a picture of your rig and we'll kind of go through it and see if we can maybe identify something in our lineup that would help ease your your symptoms and and inspire you a little bit further and you know even as far as like if you're looking for like a custom look or something then you know we, we we'll see what we can offer you and and it's just our way of kind of you know directly giving back or reaching out like first line of of defense kind of thing and <laughs> come come chat with us yeah definitely and that that'll be again linked down in both shows on YouTube and on the Podbean page and the show notes for this um, this Tonecast, which is you know maybe you're finding this on iTunes or anywhere else that that you see the Tonecast, we're not going to be simulcasting every single episode. This one we want to because we want to gauge in a little bit more discussion on this topic of gear biases. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to rapid fire through a couple of things related to gear biases, and um, yeah, we just love to hear what you guys think on our YouTube comments section. Um, and we'll talk about kind of uh, a, a few a few gear biases and a few gear things that have happened in recent uh, years for us, and then some more recent news with um, with some some of that you know bad monkey pedal stuff with with Josh and JHS, mm-hmm. and um, you know kind of that we've been talking about this this idea for a show for actually quite a while on this kind of this whole situation or what, I don't know what word you want to use for it, but. Um, this stuff with the bad monkey pedal came up, and all of a sudden, people like this pedal that maybe they they literally like, you know, had in the corner of their their mm-hmm. garage collecting dust, and all of a sudden, it's like a desirable pedal. Um, kind of revealed like a, a a gear bias on a bigger scale. You know, like wow, okay, when it's presented this way, that's not so bad. But you may have had the pedal, and you may have not even tried to get something out of it. So mm-hmm. let's jump into this topic. Um, I'll start with like there's one side of bias where maybe your bias comes true where you know I have I had a uh, my old uh, DS1 mm. pedal that came in the shop and and I I hadn't had it was actually the exact pedal that I had purchased when I think I was 16 or 17 and came back uh you know I think 
literally 20-something years later. <laughs> and, and I was able to uh, plug it in and thinking, okay, did I... I remembered not liking it, and and it was I going to like it again, kind of like this whole like tension, you know, I'm like fighting this battle. I plugged it in, and I didn't like it again. So it's kind of like that confirmed thing where you're like, okay, well, that's not for me, and I was hoping maybe I was out like young Brian was wrong and, yeah. <laughs> and that that I would love this pedal, but I did not. Um, and so there's, there's that side of the coin, but really the, the discussion today is about stuff that um, – that you just have a bias about and maybe maybe you've overcome that bias or maybe you you kind of push past that where you you tried something out and you loved it and and now all of a sudden it's like a cool pedal or it's a cool guitar type um so maybe yeah what do you think about kind of this this whole gear bias thing and and what are some of the either past or current biases that you have yeah, well, and I think that you know we all have these like by like we all form them like slowly along the way on our journey. Like we have these maybe guitar players that we look up to, and that's who we start. Like, oh, they use maybe these kinds of strings. Like maybe mm-hmm. that's what I should use. Or you have like a guitar teacher or a tech that kind of steers you in a direction. Like, oh, don't you know you don't want a Floyd Rose guitar, you know? But that's their bias coming through. Like they don't want to spend hours mm-hmm. working on your Floyd Rose guitar. <laughs> that's probably the even trend, though yeah. that's what you want, you know. Um, so it's just kind of like having, but like just it's okay to experiment and and just try some stuff out, and you never really know how it's going to work out. And and you know you just got to try turning the knobs all the way up sometimes, or just kind of get into the to the boundaries there and. I don't know. You never know what you're gonna like. I know that I'm always like, oh, I'm a telly guy over here. But you know, it's one of those things that I remember going to Guitar Center when I was like 13 years old. Like that was like the weekend thing. And when I really was starting to play and to form a lot of my opinions about guitars, I just wanted to get my hands on as many of them as possible to try and like figure out what it is that makes one good or you know versus another one. And I can remember picking up a 52 telly and. You know, all my friends and my brother was even like, oh, those are so ugly. <laughs> but there was just something very comfortable about that guitar. But because of, you know, that reaction, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. And I played like a Flying V for the next, you know, like however many years. I still have that Flying V. Nice. Which that's also kind of a bias thing. Like you got that because you wanted to be James Hetfield kind of a thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to, you know, like live up to your idols or something or, you're like it worked for them. It should work for me, so that's like another bias thing. But yeah. <laughs> but then you know, put the Telecaster down for a while, and and then the whole world will tell you like the music industry Telecasters are perfect. Like they're in everything. They're indestructible, and you know because there's so much hype around the Tele, I wanted to not you know play into that either. But the more I t- time I spent there, I'm just like I think doing pickup installs, and my first few pickup installs here were. A bunch of tellies because they're, you know, pretty pretty straightforward. Not a lot that can go wrong there. Um, still can go wrong, but not a lot that can go wrong there. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just kind of like I'm comfortable with the telly. I, I show up to somebody's jam and they've got a telly, and I'm like, okay, cool. I know what I can do with that thing. Mm. And it's just it's it's comforting. But you know, I while that's home base, I still like you know messing around with the weird headless guitars or seven strings or. You know, it's it's just fun for me to to know what all of these different things are like, and and I've always kind of taken everybody's opinion with a grain of salt, anyway. Yeah, just I was less that younger, you know, because you're you don't know anything yet. 
<laughs> well, and I think that that you mentioned something there where like it, it's it's pretty common to kind of have your circles of gear friends, or maybe it's like a forum where uh, everyone on the forums like this guitar brand is terrible, and this is this and that, and and you kind of like adopt that sometimes where you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm never going to try this, or I'm never going to get you know get this type of guitar. And one thing that's helped us a lot, just being a pickup company, obviously, is having you know we have Jaguar, we have uh, wide range Jazzmaster mini humbuckers, all these kinds of pickups that need that kind of guitar or something that can hold those type of pickups. And so we've been able to try stuff that I don't think that either of us would necessarily buy. We probably wouldn't spend our money on it, like personal money on it. But as a business, we that's a product line that we have. And so that's actually helped us a lot, I think, to to explore new types of guitars, um, new you know, ways guitars are set up, new, new construction methods. Um, you know, obviously we have our favorites, which I don't think are necessarily biased. It's just like preference, but sometimes you, you know, in my mind that kind of the main topic really is just if you have something in your head that, that you just assume is one way, but you never actually like experience it for yourself. Like maybe you're too influenced by the internet or YouTube or, or your friend circles and you don't actually try the pedal um, you know, sometimes it's context too. Like if you're playing in a blues band, you're probably not going to, you know, play certain types of guitars necessarily, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean those guitars aren't great. And doesn't mean you can't like open up new things. Um, we're living in this world of really affordable gear. Um, so, you know, I know people are like, oh, I want to get into a, the headless guitar world and just try one out. And that there's, you know, options for three, four, 500 bucks instead of thousands of dollars. And you can kind of, you can kind of like, flirt with it a little bit, if that makes sense. You can kind of say, yeah. okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And you don't have to break the bank. I mean, there's there's obviously like $1,000 versions of, multi-thousand dollar versions of everything. Um, but some of it comes down to, you know, people will say like, oh, cork sniffers, they only like this kind of stuff. You know, I, I like Sir and Tommy Anderson guitars, but for me it's more of a consistency thing and more of I know what I'm going to expect. Whereas if I spend a a third of the price, I don't know that I'm going to get, you know, I, I don't know that I'm going to get the quality, um, the same quality from one guitar to another. And I think that that's, I found that to be true. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that that, that $500 Strat can't be a really great guitar. And that's the other side of the coin where you, you can, you can overlook some things that can be really, really good. Yeah. I think that, that that's a very real thing. And and back to your like your thing about, you know, the Sirs and the Anderson or yeah, and the Andersons is that um, you know, like you you only think about them that way because it's just like the several guitars of theirs that you've picked up, they've mm-hmm. all it's just it's all been this way. So it's like that is a thing that you have because of, you know, what you've received kind of and you know, it's just like go out there and kind of form, you know, get your hands on some of these things and if you're worried about like negative feedback from from your circles, I mean, you can plug into a pedal and and not mention it to them. You know, you can just yeah. do it in your room and figure out what what you like about it, and then unveil the curtain, and they'd be all mm-hmm. surprised when you know it's a DS one on on your board, right? <laughs> but it's yeah. like people can do cool stuff with those things. Like I, that was like Kurt Cobain's pedal was the DS one, I mm-hmm. think, and you know he was pretty influential, I think, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he made it. He made it work and sound sound appropriate for what they were doing, mm-hmm. you know. And it's that's that's a good point you bring up too, because it's it's really that, you know, be be willing to experiment and jump out on your own. I think 
um, and this is like less of a public service announcement and more of like a good reminder for us too, because we, we still do have our gear biases and maybe you have someone that can kind of say, why haven't you tried, tried that? Or, or you can admit, like, I think we admit to each other all the time, like, I kind of overlook this type of effect or I overlook Mm -hmm. this type of guitar just because it doesn't maybe fit in, you know, in the style that I normally play, but it doesn't mean you can't try, try new stuff. And, I think the biggest thing too with with every guitar is each guitar kind of brings different stuff out of you, mm-hmm. and so try something that maybe is so left field, you never know what kind of music will come out of it, um, what kind of stuff will come out of a pedal that you get. Um, we're we're so quick to to move on from stuff, and sometimes sometimes we like chasing the new gear. We talked about that before on a on a past show, but kind of like the the chase the new gear versus use what you have and kind of kind of find that balance. And, and so we're curious in the comments on our YouTube page here, um, for those who are listening, go to the YouTube page and, and find this tone cast listing. And, and we'd love to kind of have an interactive discussion here about what are some gear biases that you have, um, that maybe you had in the past and maybe have changed, or maybe there's something you're still fighting. Um, and I just really don't like this, this type of whatever. Um, maybe that's something that's, uh, as simple as one piece of hardware on a guitar. Maybe it's like a roller nut or maybe it's a locking tuners or what, you know, we all have like small ones and big ones, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'd love to have that discussion with you down below. Like some things maybe you, you ignored for a long time and tried and now they're like kind of part of you and part of your, your rig. Um, I think about, I think about some of this is the advance in technology, but I think about digital Mm. stuff where, you know, back in even, I would say even like 10 years ago, digital stuff was really kind of rough. A lot of it was. And now there's like so many amazing, inspiring digital rigs and digital pedals that are very usable and very, um, they sound very good. And I think that that's something that's just, obviously that's an advance in technology, but but it would have been a bias if I, you know, in, in my case, if I would have just kept saying, well, it's never going to sound it's never going to sound good, ever, ever, ever. And I know people still feel that way, but yet now you see all these people kind of adopting it who used to have maybe giant tube amp rigs, right? And now they have a floorboard that's the size of, you know, smaller than their old pedal board they used to have with a million effects on it. So mm-hmm. list those gear biases below. We'd love to hear, like, stories of, of that kind of stuff, a specific piece of gear, a guitar type. Um, let us know what you think in the comments below. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, Please do that. Um, that way, you can know about and uh, click. You know, get notifications or whatever you do. There's a bell. I think there's a bell. There's yeah. a bell. Something about click, a bell. Click the bell. Um, so that way, you know when new videos are coming out, uh, new products that we're releasing here at Porter, new new video series that are coming. A lot of really cool things coming down the pipe. So thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being a part of the Tonecast. I will mention at the end here we have some Tonecast merch. So that's pretty. Pretty cool. We have a shirt with this awesome logo behind us. Yeah. And I think we have a coffee mug too. Yeah. Oh, we did have a coffee mug, but then we don't. Anyway, I, I don't remember. You'll have to go look at the page. I should probably know what's on our web store, but I don't I don't <laughs> purchase our own products, so I guess I have an excuse there. Yeah. Um, but you guys are, have been amazing, uh, great support, uh, fun interactions. We'd love to continue that. So let us know those gear biases below, and we will catch you next time on the Tonecast. Yeah. Bye, guys.